It's a new week here on Chasing Greatness, and I hope you are making progress when it comes to the quicksand at work that we find ourselves in. We, we struggle to stay above the fray, so to speak. And I think it is so easy for us to just get bogged down, to give up. We've been talking about smart leadership. My friend Mark Miller wrote a book, Smart Leadership. Mark and I have written all kinds of resources around that, and we're doing workshops around it with companies and, and individual leaders. And, and what we've discovered is it is really hard to stay out of the quicksand unless you understand the power of choice. Thanks for, for joining us on the show today. We're going to talk about choice number three, smart choice number three. We said these last couple of weeks that there are a couple of choices we can make that will get us up out of the quicksand. The first one was to confront reality. We said we got to run to the fight and, and recognize that we really do have an opportunity to live on the high ground if we can admit where we are. We, we don't have to stay where we are, but we have to start there. And then secondly, that our, our smart choice number two was not just to confront reality. That's great, but we need to grow capacity. At some point, we've got to recognize we're in the quicksand because we don't have the right mechanisms around us, the right people around us, the right capacity to, to handle what we're trying to do, what we're up against. And that can be really stress. Uh, that can be really stressful. You know, if you listen on Friday on our win it, win it at home episode, or I, I'm sorry, our win it life episode on Friday, we talked about stress, and and stress is defined as basically not having what it takes to to, to handle what's in front of us. I mean, we when we don't have the resources, a person perceives they don't have the resources to handle the demands of what's in front of them. It can be really stressful, and so. Our capacity is a big part of that. So those first two choices, I hope you've you've gone back through those. We gave you some best practices to to think about those two. We spent the last four weeks actually on those two choices. But today, I want to spend a couple of weeks here on this idea of fueling curiosity. It is smart choice number three to to fuel curiosity. It's amazing how how curious we were when we were kids. We're always asking questions. If you have kids, you know they're always asking, you know, what is this? Why? Does it do this or how does it work? And and if you try to give them an answer, they're always asking why. They're asking why. They're asking why. And it may drive you crazy as a parent, but it's helping that kid learn. And and I think it's so um, I think it's so important for us to be to be curious. Albert Einstein. Most people think he's he's a pretty smart guy. He always said, "I have no special talents. I'm only passionately curious." He he made a case for curiosity. He said, "This is really important." And it really, we come, we're, we're born that way. We come, you know, curious and then somehow we get it all squeezed out of us at some point. We're told to, to sit in the desk and stop asking questions. <laughs> I'm not sure that's real good. So these, these next couple of weeks really are going to be about this idea of curiosity, how we, how we fuel it, how we rediscover our curiosity, go back and, and, uh, and, and just recapture that. I think that's so important. And I'll give you some things uh, today that, that'll help you um, help you think about it. I want to make a little bit of a case for some of the things that we can do to uh, to uh, really become more curious. It, it, there's so many dividends when when we are curious. It, the, the dividends are not just immediate, but they're long term. It's almost like a bank account. When we ask questions and we begin to learn and and we grow and we we keep pushing for better. Uh, we, we do get short-term benefits, but it's almost like we get to put it in a bank and, and later on we get to draw it out again, which is cool. It opens new possibility. Uh, it fuels growth. It, it helps 
future-proof our businesses. If you think about it, I mean, we're, we're, if we're always going to be learning and growing, there's never going to be a time where we're going to be scared of change. Uh, it's going to, it's going to spark creativity. When we ask questions, when we stay curious, curious, uh, it, it challenges complacency. If we have this curious spirit, we're never going to allow complacency to defeat us. And I think it's your biggest rival, uh, as a business. I think it's so easy to, you know, if you're successful and you, and you are, you're, let's say you're even making a living, you're happy with the status quo all of a sudden. The next thing you know, your business plateaus because you as a leader, stop being curious. You stop pushing and, and trying to, uh, think not outside the box, but to think beyond. I was reading uh, Andy Andrews has got a new uh, book last couple of years he wrote called The Bottom of the Pool. I'm just reading some of that this morning. He's talking about forget outside the box. Everybody thinks outside the box. Everybody says that. It's cliche at this point. But what does it mean to think beyond the box, to think out there beyond, beyond? He said, because when you get to a point where you're thinking beyond, everybody else will be doing that as well. Like, How do you just keep you know, pushing it into a new galaxy in the way you think. Uh, curiosity, it, it, it helps us to ch challenge complacency and blow up the box, which is really what we ought to do. And, and uh, it, it, it creates energy when we're, uh, when we're curious. It, it, it just, there's more motivation when we're, when we're learning. We're in a learning environment, a learning business. And it's contagious. It, it's, it's crazy. But when one person becomes curious, they start learning stuff, and it's honored in a business all of a sudden, everybody starts growing, and it's, it's pretty cool. So one of the things we can do to uh, to really start down this fuel curiosity um, smart choice number three is, is we can, what we say, ask, don't tell. Ask, don't tell. It's about questions. And I think questions are really important. Mark makes a great case in the book for the importance of questions. He's one of the best leaders I know, but he's one of the best question, you know, ask askers that I know this, this guy is always asking questions and and he always says the best leader is the one who asks the best questions and I think I think there's there really is some um you know some some just stuff to be gained when we ask great questions Einstein we, we quoted him a moment ago he also said the important thing is to not stop not stop questioning you you've got to continue to question and, and and they really do matter they questions will make you smarter uh they, they make other people smarter when we when we ask questions we we let them think through what you know they're answering and and we learn about them but we also force them to learn about themselves and and it just, it just all kind of things get revealed when when we start asking questions and they can take us even to a place we've never been we can start asking the right questions and 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 just really think you know, into the future world, ask ourselves, where do we want to be? And what would that look like? And how would we get there? And you start asking those questions and, and we start making progress. And another thing questions do is they, they, they will spawn more questions. You start asking questions and more questions will pop up. It's almost like a, a, a fabric and a thread. It just begins to unravel and, and you can pull the whole thing apart as you do. And, and I think when you ask great questions, you got a problem in front of you. You begin to pull the thing apart when you ask the right questions. And, and that's just, again, one of the benefits of questions. Uh, another thing about questions, I, I want you to just begin to ask yourself the question, am I asking good questions? But another thing that happens when I ask questions, it, it demonstrates that, that there's a humility in you when you begin to ask those questions. You ask for help. You ask what somebody else thinks. You ask what a frontline 
team member thinks about a problem. And, and we always say the person closest to the problem is usually closest to the solution. If we're not careful, though, we'll be, we'll be answering questions with our limited knowledge from wherever we are in some back office. And, and we're not asking people who are on the front line, you know, they're fighting the fight and, and, and they're trying to fight for the business and, and fight to keep the customer satisfied and make sure that the products are, you know, all those things. And then there, there becomes a problem and, and we want to weigh in and without asking, you know, someone else. And so I think that's arrogant when we do that. And so I want to, I want to demonstrate humility with our questions uh, I think questions that they cause us to be more creative. They clarify problems. There's just so many great things that happen when we begin to ask uh, questions. So I want to give you some things today, a, a couple of things to think about here as it relates to questions. And, and as we think about maybe three areas today of our work, again, we're, tra we're chasing greatness in our workplace today. And uh, a lot of you are leaders and, you, and you're challenged with communicating with people. Sometimes you're making a talk to your team, you're casting vision, you're leading a meeting. Uh, and, and so I want to give you one question today to ask yourself if you're a communicator. And, and the question is this, who is it that you're trying to help? Who are you trying to help? Or who is the audience might be the way you would ask that question. Like who, who is it that you are are doing this for. And as you begin to ask that question, before you go into the, you know, whatever it is you're going to communicate, you're going to communicate differently. If you believe you're the hero in the story versus your team is the hero. If they're, if that's your audience or your shareholders are the hero. If you, if you begin to think about the people that you're talking to, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, I think you'll be a better, uh, a better communicator. It's one of the things I think about all the time. Even today, I'm thinking about what is it that you are out there listening? What is it that might challenge you when it comes to staying curious? And and I, I can I can make some assumptions based on the things that are challenging me. But but I wanted wanted to talk to some leaders, and we had questions and conversations with leaders to learn like what what really works here, and, and I think that's important. Uh, so in communication, who who's the audience? Like who is the audience, and how can you elevate that audience and really help them go away? with a plan. When, when we think about chasing greatness, we say it all the time. It's not just about us being great. It's about us helping others win. It's helping others be great. And as you, you think about your team meeting this week, when you go in that meeting, what would it look like if you went in and said, I'm going to help everybody around this table win this week? If you do that, oh my goodness, it is incredible what happens when an owner or a leader, a manager goes in and they help their people lead that offensive lineman mindset. We always say they, they blow a hole open so everybody else can score. And, and, you know, offensive linemen don't really get their name in the t paper very often, the coaches and quarterbacks and all the people that score do. But I'm going to tell you, if you want to be a legacy builder, you become, you, you, you become a person who has that offensive lineman mindset. You open that hole so somebody else can score and watch what happens. It's incredible. And honestly, that to me is the highest form of leadership. That's the way a servant leader thinks. They don't have to have credit. They don't have to have the applause. They, they, they really are just trying to help other people. And that's why they keep showing up. And, and, and so when you think about in, in this one idea of communication, who is the audience? Who are you trying to help? How can you help them win? I think that's, that's huge. Okay, let me give you another question to think about. And let's, let's think about strategy here on this one. And I think this is a huge um, a, a, a huge 
question when it comes to to helping you accomplish what you're trying to do to win at work. But this question is, what are we trying to accomplish? And you might ask it this way. Mark says in the book, what do we want to be true in a decade that's not true today? What do we want to be true? Uh, you, you could ask it this way, a year from now, six months from now, next week. You can you can narrow that focus however much you want to, but but at the heart of that is what are you really trying to accomplish? Do you have a strategy that that you that really is tied to this question what are we trying to accomplish when we identify what we're trying to accomplish now we have a strategy in place to help us do indeed what it is uh, we're trying to do and if we can do that uh, it it becomes a huge uh just just focal point for what we're trying to do so who are we trying to help on communications what are we trying to do on on strategy and then i've got one more for you and i want i want to break this one down a little bit but I want to think here a second about your problems. When we think about work, work, a lot of times what we're trying to do is we're trying to solve problems. We're trying to make things better. We're trying to take people from where they are in a not so good place, or maybe they're in a good place, but we're trying to take them to a great place. We're trying to go from here to there. When we think about problems, I think so many times problems, um, they can challenge us. We talked about last week, they, they, they do cause stress. They do they do push on us to a point when we think we don't have the resources to pull off what we're up against. But honestly, the best leaders I know, they, they're always solving problems. They're always understanding that the get, one of the gifts of leadership is that we get to make things better. And so I think questions can, can help with that. And so my question when I think about problems is how would I identify or, or if I got all our people around the table and, and said, what is our biggest problem? That really would be our – that, that's the big question there. Like, what's the biggest challenge we're up against? And I think if we can identify that, now we've got an opportunity to attack it. And I want to, we'll, maybe we'll talk about problem solving later, but I want to give you just a little bit here more on this idea because so many of us just go week after week after week and we have problem after problem. They don't change, they don't get better, and we're, we're so frustrated by it. And I think sometimes it's because we haven't named the problem as a team or as a group and said we're going to we're going to pull this problem down to the ground. And and so as you identify your biggest problem today, a, a couple other questions, what's causing that problem? What's causing that problem? Could you write in a sentence on your whiteboard with your team on your legal pad, on your flip chart, could you write down what you believe to be the barriers to high performance? Like, what is it that's really causing this? Are we allowing this? Are we enabling this? Do we are, do we lack a system? Are we not honoring the systems we have? I mean, you can just brainstorm, like, what is it that's causing this? And and if you can identify that, that I think you're on your way to removing the problem. But then that's not going to be enough, just like what's causing it, because it, it, is, it is happening. And, and so it, once we identify it, what are some possible solutions? What are some possible solves? And I want to I want to challenge you to come up with three. What are three things that we could do to make this problem go away? What's, what are three things we could do to make this problem go away? And this week, you could even choose those three things as a team. You might even do that today if you have a chance to talk to your team. You identify your biggest problem. What are what what's what's causing it? What are three things we could do? And then I want you to choose one. Choose one of those three things that you could do. You could do them all three, but let's just focus on one. What is the one we believe is the is the most likely to cause the problem to, to at least lessen, if not go away? And let's try that for a week. And, and as we begin to do that, if the problem goes away, now we've got it solved, and we'll move on to, to one more step here in just a second. But if that doesn't work, that doesn't work, 
we're going to have to try one of those other things we're, because we've got to have this problem go away because it just keeps it's keeping us from our our potential it's keeping us from greatness so let's let's think through that what is our what is our challenge what are three possible things we could do and then let's try one and then once we solve it well, i mean we may have to do three, two or three things or if the three things on your list don't solve it you may have to come up with five or six more you're gonna have to keep doing it because you can't go forward if this barrier is stays in the way we can't let that happen that's not the job of a leader the job of a leader is to remove barriers not to allow barriers and so we're gonna or complain about barriers we're gonna we're gonna remove this barrier but once we get it out of the way now we're gonna have to sustain the gains we're gonna have to we, we don't want to live in this doom loop of of this problem just keeps coming back because we turn to another problem and now this one over here it just pops up like you know we're and, and then we're just putting out fire we're, we're you know we're <laughs> we're we're really flying by the seat of our pants trying to, you know, problem after problem. We, we've got to have a system in place to sustain that gain. And so once you get that solved, but but don't let your problems, those things become barriers. You know, don't don't let those have control over you. They're, they're, they're not. And so it's it, this is part of curiosity to ask the right questions and to solve the, the, the things in front of us and come up with solutions and put systems in place to sustain those gains that we have. And I think if we do that, it just, it just makes it so much more fun at work. It not, not just fun at work. We win at work. And, and really, why would you not want to win at work? It's so important for us to do that. So hopefully today, uh, some things there as we start thinking about smart choice, number three, this idea of, of uh, fueling curiosity. Uh, we want to ask, not tell. It's so easy for us when we, when we get the microphone, when we get power, when we get the job, when we get the promotion, when we get the position, we're going to we're going to do all the talking. And I think it's so vital for us to keep asking questions, to keep the people around us locked in on solving stuff together. And when, when you do, you're going to have a much more engaged team and, and your problems are really going to start coming to the ground, which will relieve some of that stress that we talked about and maybe even the depression that we talked about the last couple of weeks. It, it can it can relieve some of that. So let's let's lock in and lead this week in, in a great way and make sure we we start by asking the right questions. They are they are a part of fueling our curiosity. Next week I'll give you a, a second thing that we can do to help fuel our curiosity. But let's let's continue to make this this choice. Stay curious this week. It'll help you get back onto the high ground, keep you from being stuck in the quicksand. And and I think if you can do that, you're gonna have a really great and impactful week all right i hope you'll share this with somebody that you care about somebody maybe on your team you want them to listen maybe there's some ideas here that you could even talk about with your your leadership team some of those uh we appreciate so much that you're you're sharing you're commenting continuing to download if you haven't subscribed yet so you'll get all the episodes i hope you'll do that wherever you listen to your podcast Again, thank you for all you do to help us grow this. It, we, we truly are grateful. We wouldn't be where we are and, and growing like we are without you. And we hope that we're uh, we're adding value uh, with what we're we're sharing here. If you got ideas on things you'd like to hear about, shoot us a shoot us a message there in the comments, and we'll do everything we can to to address some of that. All right, love you guys. We'll see you in a couple of days.